0: Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am Melissa Dealey, your host, and I'm super excited about today's session because I have a special guest here for you today to talk more about sleep, which is the theme of the month. And this time we're going to be talking about her story with her own children and solutions that she has come to uh, in helping them sleep as babies and what she now offers the world. So her name is Tara Williams. Welcome, Tara. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to dig into this conversation. It's something that we don't often talk about, but just to give a little intro to Tara before she goes into her story is that in 2018, she tried to find a weighted blanket for her six-month-old son so that he could safely wear it and help soothe him to extend his 1.5 hour sleep windows and shocked there was nothing available for this age group she decided to create her own and the idea for dreamland baby was born so i love how out of your struggle you've created something that can help so many others but before we go into that i would love you to go back and tell your story as to how you came to this place and you know 1.5 hour sleep windows is so so hard and how many other parents of little ones are struggling with that right now so yes please share
1: absolutely our story we have four children and our first three were great sleepers so even though i was a fourth time mom i was a first time not sleeping mom Um, so my son, like you said, was six months old. He was waking up every hour and a half and just getting that little sleep for such a long time. I I was truly in a survival mode. I was not a good mom. I was not a good wife. I was not a good friend. I was barely surviving it. When I look back, it was really a pretty dark time for me personally and my family as well. Um, so we had really bought everything. We had tried everything, which was frustrating because he was my fourth and we had just moved. So I had got rid of all of my baby stuff and I was not planning on buying a lot of things for him. I knew what we needed and it was the bare minimum, but we did buy everything. And one night my husband and I were just, just watching TV on the couch and we have this heavy throw blanket and I just laid it on top of him to comfort him, not thinking anything of it. But immediately I saw this calm come over his face. And I had never seen that before, truly in his six months. And I right away thought, oh, he needs a weighted blanket. I raced to my computer, got on Google, looked it up and nothing came up. And then I looked on Amazon, nothing came up. So we, we saw weighted blankets that are in a wearable fashion. I'll grab one here. So you can see here how they, you know, the baby can wear this. And there are these little pockets that are evenly distributed. So there were other options that were loose weighted blankets, but in the U S American Academy of Pediatrics does not recommend loose blankets in the crib for under age two. So I knew we needed something he could wear like wearable. So I asked my mother-in-law if she could sew one, she's a great seamstress. And it took about two weeks. The first night we got, got it back. And this is a funny story too, because it was about eight o'clock at night. And I was, I was at the gym. I'll never forget this moment. And she said, I finished the sleep sack. I'll bring it over in the morning. And I said, I am leaving the gym right now. And I'm going to get it tonight. (laughs) So I drove to her house. I got the sleep sack and the first night he wore it. He slept the entire night, 12 hours straight. Wow. So it was such a dramatic change from six months of waking up every hour and a half to now sleeping a full night. Wow. Wow. So it was truly, for our family, a miracle sleep solution. Absolutely. And so this first weighted
0: blanket that your mother-in-law made, did it have like the, what did she use as the weighting
1: for it? Since yeah, it so it's, it's, it's actually, um, I should find it somewhere, but it's a, it's really similar to this. Um, so this is a pretty standard sleep sack body. And then we sewed the, the beads inside of it. So it's these... Mm-hmm materials are very common in weighted blankets. They're used for mm-hmm. adults, for children, there's weighted vests for dogs. Um, so it was, it was obvious to me what we would need and it's the 10% or less body weight is the safety standard. So I just did not that much research and figured out what's in a weighted blanket. And then I wanted to basically have a sleep sack with a weighted blanket mirrored on top of it. That was my idea. Right. So our original prototype looks very similar to what we have today. That's
0: awesome. And I'm really intrigued to know, how did you even know about weighted blankets prior to, you know, putting that heavier blanket on him and then having that aha, oh my God, he needs a weighted blanket. Because when I talk with clients and a lot of people, when I do my sleep talks, people often haven't heard of them. So did you have some background that had
1: introduced this to you? Yeah, so um, in the U.S., they were really popular in 2017, 2018. I came up with this idea for my son in the summer of 2018. But I will say prior to that, um, we have a few people in our family with some different sensory processing um, disorder. And so my brother had used one. um, One of my nieces had used one. And so I was pretty familiar with the idea that for kids who are struggling to regulate their their body movements and those sensory inputs. Um, my niece, for example, she was taking sleep medication as a 12 year old because she could not fall asleep. And then she was able to get off that because she could use a weighted blanket. My brother actually had used one as well. Um, he had some, some different sensory things and it just totally calmed him down. And so I had seen for these, you know, tween young adults that it was so impactful and helpful to actually, as a non-pharmacological solution, meaning they no longer had to take medication. They could just use a weighted blanket. And then there was a Kickstarter in the US that I think they sold 5 million Dollars worth of sleep of blankets. I don't know how many blankets that comes out to be, but it was a huge phenomenon in the U.S. Everybody had bought them. So that was, I think it was the gift of the year in 2017, 18 for Christmas. So these blankets have been used for 30 years um, with autism and some some different um, sensory input disorders, but they really became mainstream. And so they were being marketed toward adults that had Anything from ADHD, ADD, PTSD, insomnia, depression, anxiety, like and it was saying it's a cure for everything. I wouldn't quite say it's a cure, but it can sometimes be used as a substitution or sleep aids, or in conjunction with and lowering a dose of sleep aids. So it really just boomed on the scene. And I myself actually use a weighted blanket. I love something heavy um, on my body. And, And I always knew that because I love sleeping under heavy blankets. Like That would really help me fall asleep. So the concept was very obvious to me, and it was really top of mind. And then when I saw it soothe my son, I just thought, oh, he needs a weighted blanket. It's, you know, and, and a weighted blanket in the sense that it's appropriately weighted for him and it's wearable, so it's safe. Not like an adult weighted blanket to use with a six-month-old. So it was it was just pretty top of mind for me, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. And so because you have that experience of seeing family members use them, et cetera, I would love for you to actually talk about the science behind a weighted blanket and why it's so helpful, because I'm sure from your knowledge and the research that you did that you can talk
1: to that. Yeah, it's really interesting. So it's called deep pressure stimulation. And what that actually does is it lowers cortisol, which is that fight or flight hormone. So when you're really upset with somebody, your heart starts racing, and you you know you truly want to get ready to fight or run. And it lowers that and then it increases melatonin, which we all know is the sleep hormone is naturally producing and it increases serotonin and that's the feel good or happy hormone. So when you give someone a hug, you get this immediate rush of pleasure or feeling good, a dopamine hit if you will. So it increases those two. And that is due to the even distribution of weight. So there's receptors on your body that are all over. And if you stimulate and give a sensory input to each of those receptors simultaneously from the even distribution of weight shoulder all the way down to toe, that is what is harnessing the power of deep pressure stimulation. I love that. And
0: it's actually something a little bit different to what I've heard, but totally um, in alignment with that. And when you were talking with the cortisol, um, Production because of fight or flight, etc., which so many of us are in today as we go through our busy, you know, do 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 days, right? And then getting the body to calm at night is quite hard, and we can be low energy through the day, but then wired at night. That moving out of that fight or flight state and into our parasympathetic rest and digest state is, you know, very powerful and needed if we're going to have a good night's sleep, and. What I had heard, and you can tell me if you've heard this or if you believe it to be true or not, is that the weighted blanket actually also simulates the feeling that we had in the womb that feeling of safety or comfort in the womb so I don't know if the pressure points does that or not um and if you've heard that but I just love that idea obviously the womb is the safest place we could ever be right so that sense of that weight on top of us and us feeling snug underneath it to kind of take us back to that state yeah
1: absolutely and that I mean, that is to a T what the weighted blanket feels like from the science side is that, you know, the hormones, what you're doing there on the the cortisol and the serotonin and melatonin, but just from a truly feeling standpoint, yes, that's exactly what it feels like where you, you are snug, you're cozy. And especially for babies, we're simulating that even further than with adults because it's wrapped around them. So they really are, they're already snug. And we do have a swaddle version then so you'll hear adults um, sometimes refer to a weighted blanket as an adult swaddle because they'll put it over their entire body and we do have a swaddle for zero to six months old so it's spot on what you said yeah i love that and you just answered my
0: next question because i was going to say how young can a baby start using these but if you have that swaddle for zero to six months, obviously right away
1: yeah so they can start using them from birth as long as they're eight pounds eight pounds and up
0: right I wish I had known about this when I had children. My kids are now 19 and 22, yeah. but my oldest did not sleep through the night until she was three years old. Oh, and that's when she finally started sleeping through the night. I had a second. And so oh. about a year into that time frame, I was where you were at, but I didn't know about weighted blankets to even have the idea of doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> to get her daytime nap in, I literally had to put her in her car seat around 11 a.m. every day and drive somewhere, even if it was around the block, because she would only fall asleep during the day the if most. she was in the car. Yeah. It, you know, it was almost as if she didn't want to miss out on anything, even then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You like that today. <laughs> we hear that so often that parents are driven to these desperate measures of getting in the car and driving their kids around because there is no sleep solution. Um, or, you know, maybe they're putting babies in rockers and we know that's not safe for sleep. So part of why this was so exciting to me, my background is actually in the medical space. Um, and it's bringing novel medical device products to market in a market development capacity, which is pretty niche. But so I've worked for 10, years with top academic hospitals doing some experimental things for end of life and other um, just bringing new products that like have never been tested or used before. And so I'm really familiar with clinical trials and all the safety and the regulatory. And so I really treated this product like it was a a device that was going to be implanted in a human's body, Um, but really went at it, I think from probably a different lens of you know, if I were to say, oh, I'm a mom who came up with a product and I just wanted to get it to all my friends. I really came from this, from the sense of we need to do all of our due diligence and our research and our studies and partner with the medical community to make sure that this is really safe and that we are getting it out and we're giving the right message of who it's for and who's using it. And through that research, it was so interesting how many parents were actually using weighted components like stacking blankets or putting rice into gloves and laying them on their baby. Um, And none of these are safe, right? Because the stacking blankets, they could migrate on the baby's face or the rice could fall on the baby's face. And so it was so important to see when a parent gets desperate and we've all been there, then you know, you keep the baby in the bed and it's one thing to co-sleep if that's what you choose, but a lot of parents co-sleep out of desperation. So we looked at all the unsafe sleep practices and we realized that having a sleep solution like a weighted sleep sack could really help eliminate some of those times where parents are resorting to something that we know isn't safe and they don't want to be doing with their baby, but they're just, you know, oh, just give me that 30 minutes of sleep. I'll do anything. So that part has been so rewarding to be able to talk to parents and see how we've helped change their unsafe sleep habits and move it to something that's safe and appropriate. I love that.
0: And what I really love and what is coming to me now as you tell this part of your story is that your son and his poor sleep is a gift to the world. Because you have the background to be able to bring this product to the market with the ability to do all of that testing and have that understanding of all the safety protocols, et cetera, that somebody else might not have had. And so I'm not, you know, if your son was six months old in 2018, he's, you know, maybe three now, he wouldn't understand this, but one day you can tell him his gift to the world was his inability to sleep.
1: It, it It has been so amazing because I actually majored in finance in college and I graduated in 2009, which was not a good time to try to go into the financial sector with the 2008 crash. And so I actually... Just randomly got a job in marketing in a med- at a medical device company, which set my trajectory for my job to go into the science side, which is something I would have never wanted to do or thought to do. And when I look back, I feel like everything I've done has led me to this moment to be prepared and to be able to bring this company um, and serve a community of parents who aren't getting sleep and help them in a safe and medical focus way, which has been just so fun for me to be able to take my experience and then parlay it into, um, you know, something that I just feel like we're helping so many people. And you absolutely are.
0: And there's that, you know, saying sleep like a baby, which yeah. I find to be quite funny because, you know, we think babies sleep really well. They, they come out of the womb, they know how to sleep. So sleep like a baby means good sleep, but That's you can almost any parent, and they know the truth that, you know, they're sleep deprived, you know, a lot of babies are not sleeping through the night like my daughter for a long time. So what does sleep like a baby really mean? And where did that come from? And there are so many people struggling. And so I really love that you have created this and are now sharing it with the world. So your own experience with your own son from 1.5 hours to 12 hours, boom, first night. Yeah. Did that continue forevermore after that? And you've never looked back?
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's actually in a nap right now as we speak and he's wearing our large. So we just keep making bigger sizes for him <laughs> because he loves it. Um, you know, I think one point that you made was babies are, they're born um, with the innate, um, desire or innate need to sleep, but not the skill set to do it. It's very similar to how when we first feed a baby, you know, we put the baby food in their mouth and they uh, and they, they spit yeah. it out, they don't know how to ingest it and swallow it. But it is a natural ability to eat, of course, but there is an element of training. So our sleep sack. You know, is not going to be a miracle solution. If you are nursing your baby to sleep or rocking your baby to sleep, you need to also be following other um, sleep appropriate guidelines. So for my son, we were doing all of the things. We had the blackout shades. We had the white noise machine. We were putting him to sleep in his crib awake. We were trying to give him the tools to be able to understand how to fall asleep. And then during the night he could resettle himself. And these are all the things that sleep consultants will advise you to do. And he needed just something a little bit more. So every time he was waking himself up, he wasn't able to settle back. And it really took him a very long time to fall asleep also. And so for him, the sleep sack, it was just that little extra that he needed. And I would say about 50% of our babies see a very similar first night, this incredible sleep that the parents are shouting from the rooftops. I, I can't even believe this happened. And another half we see takes about a week where they actually need to acclimate to the weight. And this is typically our older babies, like eight months plus, because they have number one, not been sleeping great for such a long time. And then number two, they are old enough and aware enough, like, Hey, something different is on me. What, you know, what is this? Um, so we do actually sometimes even sleep, see like the first night, not a lot, but sometimes could even be a worse sleep because the baby's like, what, what is this? It's something different. But we do see for, I would say about 95% of our babies, we see a sleep success by one week. Now, it's not going to work for 100% every single baby. We do have some that you know try it; it's just, it just didn't work. Um, and typically, those are the babies who are being nursed to sleep or rocked to sleep, or um, you know, the parents do the the ninja move where they put the baby in sleep and they crawl back out. And then those babies, they don't have the skill set to be able to put themselves to sleep. And so, when they wake up in the night, they're looking for that same sensation—if that's to be rocked or fed or held—to um, get them back to sleep. So. We really try to educate parents and that that is a pillar of our company. A cornerstone is that safe sleep education, but then also just sleep education. I mean, I remember we had, when I first started this, I got an email from a parent and she was so disappointed. It did not work for her. And she said, my one month old baby is not sleeping through the night. And I said, okay, well, we need to readjust expectations. You need to feed your baby when they're one month. And we can't expect that a one month old is going to sleep 12 hours. So it's really helping to find parents understand at what age should they be sleeping? How many hours is that at a one month old could sleep a four hour stretch but they cannot sleep a 12 hour stretch without feeding. So really helping um, new parents and new moms and dads who are just sleep deprived. And they're saying everyone else's kid is sleeping. Why isn't mine? Um, So we've really done a a huge push on the education and we write tons and tons of blog posts to help parents. And we do different, we bring sleep consultants on all the time um, just to share awareness and education and help with community where those parents, especially in 2020, where, and even rolling into now where new parents aren't able to meet other friends or other parents, we're trying to create a community where they can speak to each other and they can say, oh, my baby, you know, isn't sleeping at one month. Oh, neither is mine, but they're getting four hours of sleep and they were only getting two before dreamland baby. That's a huge success for a one month old. So it's, it's really understanding how much should your baby sleep be sleeping? You know, when can you start sleep training? When should you see these big milestones? And, you know, when are you going to see sleep regressions? We always hear about the four month one, but there's an eight month, there's a 10 month, there's a 12 month, pretty much anytime a baby takes a big jump in learning something new, then their sleep is negatively affected. And then how do we work through those and get back to our great sleep? So dream on baby is definitely um, a great tool in the tool set, but there's got to be some other um, sleep things that are put in place too. Well, I love all
0: of that. And I love that you offer all of that. So you're not only offering the, you know, weighted sleep blanket, you know, cover for baby, but you're also offering all of that education for parents. And that's so important. And often in my work, when I'm talking about sleep, you know, I'm talking to adults who are struggling to sleep and talking about the fact that we aren't taught how to sleep. There isn't right. a class on how to optimize your sleep in most cases. Which and so there should be. There should be. And I actually offer one. Because, I love it. <laughs> because in our modern world, we've just developed these habits that are negatively right. impacting our sleep and we don't realize it. Right? Yeah. And. Mm-hmm because we don't realize it, we don't see a need to change. And we don't correlate our poor sleep with what I'm doing over here, what I'm eating, when I'm eating, how much time I'm spending on screens, how much coffee I've had during the day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so it is really important at any age to be teaching these skills in optimizing sleep, whether that's that you know, little newborn that can get themselves back to sleep in their crib within the, you know, comfort of their blanket, or whether it's an adult who didn't have that because your business didn't exist back then, but now they're needing to learn how to sleep. And so having this information and education is so important and it's, not only about having that education, but then putting that into place and having the comfort and the tools and that weighted blanket being one of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as a company and a founder of a mom who's been there, like I emphasize with all the parents who are buying this, you know, we do have a lot of people who buy it preemptively saying, you know, I work full-time or I have other kids that I'm trying to get off to school. I don't even want to mess around with trying something different, Um, but we'll get a lot of parents who don't come to us until they are at that four to six month where they're just desperate. And they're like, we've tried everything. I haven't heard of this before, you know, now I want to try it and we really want to focus on being there for customers before, during, and after the sale. And that's so important to me that they feel completely taken care of throughout the entire journey of the purchase and their sleep. You know, I look back on that time in my life and with my first three, I loved the first six months. It was some of my favorite. And with my son, Gosh, it makes me feel sad to say, but I really did not enjoy that time. And it was really sad because he was my fourth baby and I wanted to savor every moment, but I just kept wishing, please let this pass. Like, I can't wait to be done with this because, you know, and so we, we want to have every parent have a great experience from the time their baby's born and they, it goes by in a blink of an eye. So for them to be able to not be, you know, blurry eyed and delirious, but to be able to enjoy it. And that is such a mission for me. Um, just, and I know when, when I I'm very into personal development and personal growth and really being your best. And I believe that all starts with sleep. And so if you aren't getting a good eight hours of rest, there is no way you can accomplish. I think anything else really in your life of the goals you want to set because sleep is so fundamental to really being alert and mentally, sound and there and plugged in. Um, so it just, it's, it's such an honor for me to be able to have a product that helps parents enjoy that time in their life and and really be their best and be able to push themselves and their goals for their family because they're well-rested. I love that. And
0: you actually answered my next question right through that dialogue there, which is, you know, how critical is sleep? It is so important to our ability to function and, you know, right from babyhood and up, you know, the child that isn't getting enough sleep at night and then has to go to school and be expected to focus and learn in the classroom. It's really tough on them if they're just not getting good quality sleep. Same yeah. as you were saying, when you were so sleep deprived, you weren't a good mom and you weren't a good wife and you weren't a good friend that if for those people struggling with sleep, whether they're, you know, an adult or a child, they, don't feel able to function as their you know complete whole selves
1: yeah that, that's and like a, you said point. even yeah with adults i mean i think people just think well this is status quo my baby isn't going to sleep for 3 years and that is not normal like your baby can sleep through the night as early as you know 4 to 6 months So, and, and how do we define through the night? Is that an eight hour period, 10 or 12 hour period? It's a little different for every family, but um, people just accept it. And then they'll turn to different things like, you know, melatonin's okay, but maybe you're taking an Ambien every night or you're drinking coffee throughout the day because you just can't, you know, get your thoughts together or you're just tired all the time. And so having, even for adults, like just recognizing I do need eight hours of sleep and taking a course like the one you have. I mean, that I want to sign up for that. That sounds amazing. And, you know, one of the things that I do is asking
0: adults to schedule their day around their sleep. So often- we are squeezing our sleep as we try to get more and more out of each day. But we will actually be able to perform better and get more done and be less in overwhelm and better able to concentrate when we have that sleep. And so starting with what time do I have to get up in the morning and then back that so that your bedtime routine, which is something else I always teach, is not just for children, but for adults as well. So that you're starting to calm your mind and your body in enough time to be
1: in bed for lights out
0: to have that eight hours.
1: Yeah, so, I and, love that. And this, it's it's interesting because the concepts are really all the same for babies, children, adults. I mean, it's they're all the same principles. Um, we actually came out with a way to blanket the beginning of this year, and it's for children three to about age eight, depending on their height and weight. Mm-hmm. And that has been so huge for those parents that we, it's something that we've been asked asked for pretty much since we launched. Like, Oh, I have a six month old and your product was amazing for it. What about my four-year-old? So that's been so rewarding, but just going back to it, it's the same thing. It's like, these kids aren't sleeping. They're not functioning. Um, my son, he like literally cried all day long. I mean, he, he was fussy and upset and he now looking back on it, I'm like, he was overtired but he was just he was a night like one of those nightmare babies one of the babies that people say i am done having kids cuz i can never do this again um and it really all went back to his sleep because as soon as he was getting good sleep at night he started taking great naps he started eating really great his weight shot up i mean he was just becoming this healthy happy little boy and it all started with sleep so that was just so great as a parent to see and then For me, after sleeping through a night for a couple of nights, I was like a new renewed person Um, and, you know, was back to myself where I felt like I had time to interact with friends and I was going to the gym again. I was getting dressed and just like feeling and being myself. It was it was such a great time for our family.
0: And that is the beautiful thing about the human body is that it is incredibly resilient. And when we give it what it needs, how quickly it can bounce back. Yeah. again, showing how important sleep is because without it, you were, you know, a shadow of yourself and just a few nights of sleep and you can feel like yourself again and get back out and resume life and enjoy your son, enjoy life and the whole family benefits. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love all of that. So is that the age that your um, sleep sacks go up to now is
1: for up to
0: eight-year-olds? Or I guess
1: that's a blanket at that point rather than a second. Yeah. So we have the sleep sacks um, from zero to 24 months. And we're actually releasing a 24 to 36 month because we mm-hmm. keep getting requests for that. And then we have the weighted blankets um, are de- start at age three because that's when you're out of the crib and they're, they're loose. So baby needs to be, um, appropriate weight and then have the ability to take the blanket off themselves, which most kids can really do at about age two, but we really recommend you wait till they're three and they're out of the crib and they're in their own bed. Um, maybe they're getting up to the bathroom at that point. So they can really easily get on, get the blanket on and off themselves. And then my kids, so I have a almost three-year-old and then six, seven and eight-year-old, all, all four of them use the weighted blanket. In fact, me and my husband both have them too they they are 4 pounds but for an adult like they're great just to lay right on top of your torso so we we have so many floating around my house everyone's always fighting for one and they're really unique because we line them in satin and we use really high quality fabric so there are a lot of children's weighted blankets on the market but these are super high quality they will last for years the craftsmanship is excellent and they are buttery soft with the satin edge. So the kids just love rubbing that satin against their face. So we really wanted to make it um, just something that they can enjoy for years to come. And you can pass down through kids. And we're now getting requests to go the next size up to make, you know, for that 8 to 12 year old. So the, the neat thing about having an e-commerce business is we only ever create stuff that are. Audience or followers or you know customers ask for. So it's it's really neat just to see like we keep getting these same requests over and over. Like let's roll that out because that's what people want. That's what they're looking for. So I, I think with the with the weighted blankets, there's definitely a lot of education to come. People still don't haven't heard of the concept of weighted blankets. Um, but it's becoming, you know, each six months I do this, it's like more and more people understand what it is. And they're not saying like, I don't get it. What, what is the weight for? What's the idea behind it? They're saying, oh, I've heard of that for an adult or I have one or I've used one or I've gifted one. And that totally makes sense for a baby. Um, you'd actually think babies would be the first to use these. And in, in the NICU, in fact, they have been using weighted components for about 30 years. I mean, this is not a new concept at all. Um, they actually, they fill either like a glove with rice or they use, I think they're called like frog things. It's essentially like a little bean bag, that they lay on the baby's chest, um, in the NICU because it helps them feel grounded and comforted and, you know, decrease cortisol, increase serotonin and melatonin. So For these babies that are underdeveloped or they're they're sick or they have something going on, I mean that's huge to their development. And studies have shown that over and over, like they've been used forever. So it it was really bizarre to me that nobody had brought a product like this to market. Um, But it's a great opportunity. We're the first, and you know we're giving all that education, and we have a patent pending on them. So we're in a really cool spot with it to be able to do education and. We have partnered with um, hospitals across the United States and some really big academic hospitals that are using this for um, kids recovering from a Berlin heart procedure, um, You know, children with chronic illness or cancers that are getting pain medication, um, infants born with neonatal abstinence syndrome, really anything that can, that can take down the amount of pain medication that they're being administered. This, again, is that non-pharmacological solution where we're not going to necessarily eliminate pain medication, but we can drastically reduce it and then use the weighted blanket as a substitute. So getting kids out of NICUs or hospitals faster and on less drugs. So it's, this is, again, it's just so rewarding. And I I truly, every day I tell my husband, like, how did I get so lucky to think of this and be so blessed to be able to partner with these hospitals and take my background and bring it forward to, you know, the, the non-medical community and help so many parents. So I just feel so lucky to be able to do it. And I absolutely love that you have done that
0: and that you are, you know, now looking to be partnering with hospitals for all of those reasons, because- yeah we also now have so much understanding around the gut microbiome and the crucial development of that for children between ages you know from birth to about age 3 and if those kids are on a lot of medications in that time frame it's really damaging the health of their gut which can set them up for other illnesses later in life and so if just using something as simple as a weighted blanket can lower the doses of those medications then not only are they getting out of NICU or hospital sooner now, they're also doing less long-term damage for their future health as well. So it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. So I've loved all of this. I have a weighted blanket. I Yay. love my weighted blanket. Um, going through menopause, of course, I also have hot flashes at night, which, you know, so I have this, uh, the silk cover, the cooling cover for mine. Yeah. We gave one to my mom for Christmas and she's in Australia and hers has a cooling cover on one side and then a warming color cover on the other, which yep. is also interesting. And she loves hers. And I just wish I'd known about this for my kids all those years ago, but it's yeah. never too late right now. I can gift them to others, recommend them to others. And there's yep. parents watching this that can you know, benefit from it right now or share with friends of younger children that can benefit. So I really love our time together in this discussion and everything that you've done because it can help so, so many, because as we come back to sleep is so critical for baby, child, and adult. Um, I can see when you were talking earlier about you keep creating things as you get asked because it's an e-store. I can see kids going off to their college dorms with their weighted blankets, right? You know, in your future and you could, you know, even have fun decorations on them or customized decorations. There's all sorts of things where you can take this. Yeah. But just um, as we wrap up today, I think you've really talked about, you know, your ideal client, of course, is anybody with a young child struggling with sleep, Um, Is there anything
1: more that you want to add to that though? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really for pretty much anybody. In fact, we had one hospital in Colorado that just purchased 50 of them and they are giving them out to all parents when they have a baby. So they had them in their NICU for babies who are born with NAS, which is neonatal abstinence syndrome. So they're, they're born um, in utero. Their mother was doing a drug from could be opioids or heroin. anything really. And so when the baby is born, they are addicted and they're withdrawing. So that's a really difficult, it's a difficult time. And to have the way to blanket was super helpful. So they saw how helpful they were in the NICU. And then they actually had a mom who had a C-section and was just having a really hard recovery, like couldn't hold her baby. The baby was crying. The mom was super stressed out. And they said, Hey, Try one of the weighted blankets, and the baby was above eight pounds. So try one of the weighted blankets with this newborn who has no condition, right? No NAS or anything. And it was so helpful for the mom. It calmed the baby down, and she was singing praises. She was like, "Everybody should have one of these." And so they did decide that they are giving them to all moms who have a baby, and they're, you know, in their facility, and they're going to send them home with them as a as a gift from the hospital. And so they felt that it was really just setting parents up with, with a tool to help them make that transition from the hospital home. So I love that. And that would be, a dream come true for every hospital to have them and be able to, you know, if we could financially figure that out, have them send them home with parents. Um, So then there is, there's none of this unsafe sleep practice happening. Like we can really set them up for safe sleep success right out of the gate. So that was super cool hearing that and being able to partner with that hospital. And um, that would be my dream to be able to partner with all hospitals for, you know, babies with conditions and and non-conditioned babies as well.
0: I love that. And in addition to that, even maybe um, reaching out to the pre birthing classes and letting parents yeah. know when they're going to those classes and learning about it to also add this as a tool that's available to you to help. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot of that in Canada, that I can connect you with people where I, I, oh, I love that great benefit. So yeah, I would love to do that too. Um, cool. And so What um, does don't wait for your wake-up call mean to
1: you? Just shifting gears,
0: that's the name of the podcast, and I would love your take on that.
1: Well, I mean, me personally, it was when when my son was six months old, my husband was laid off from his job of 15 years, the day before he was born, and I was with a startup company that actually shut their doors while I was on maternity leave. And I was interviewing for other jobs, and when I came up with the idea for Dream My Baby and my husband said to me, no, like you have to go get another job. We have no money. We, you know, it was not the right time to start a business, but I look back and I just felt inside me this, you know, you have to do this and you have to do this now. Like people understand it. And if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And you are so equipped to have your medical background and be able to bring this forward. So my, you know, don't wait, moment is just, I think a lot of women have a great idea and they say, well, the timing isn't right. Or the circumstances aren't right. Or I don't have the money, but I think if there's a will, like you'll find a way. And that's what what I did. And, um, I, yeah, I, I think just pursue, if you see an opportunity in front of you, whatever that is, um, you know, if that is your health or if it's to work out, um, to take that opportunity when you, when you
0: see it. I love that. And as you say, it can apply, you know, to business, you know, to health, to in all realms of life, right? Sometimes we waste time waiting for the perfect time, and the perfect time never comes. And then we miss the opportunity and live in regret versus stepping into it now. You get to, you know, move forward. And then there aren't regrets. There's just growth and learning and all good things, right? So I love that. And what message would you like to leave with the audience to inspire them to take action in their health journey?
1: You know, I think for me I'm somebody who just in the last few years have has really said I need to take a step back and before I can care for everyone else I have to take care of myself. And you know, I used to burn the candle at both ends. I'd be up until midnight and I'd wake up at 5 and Um, I've really said I am at my best when I sleep a full eight hours, I cannot like eight to nine hours. I unfortunately need a lot of sleep, but really, um, doing that. And then just, I think, you know, drinking your water and eating healthy and just making small steps every day. You don't have to go run a marathon, but can you move your body for 30 minutes every day? So I, I personally have leaned into those things and I think it set me up to, to be a better mom and friend and wife. I mean, all those things and, and be alert and um, concentrated for to build my business. So I think really taking care of ourselves first as moms, especially because we take care of the needs of everyone else around us before. Our own. And then we can take care of um, our babies. I love that when you travel on a plane, They say, put your mask on first before you help your kids. And I think we should look at that from our health and wellness and sleeping patterns as well. Take care of yourself first, and then you can take care of everyone else.
0: A hundred percent. I fully agree with you. And I have a mantra that I learned probably only five, six years ago and I wish I'd known it when my kids were little too, but we all keep moving forward one step at a time. Right. And that mantra is completely aligned with that. It's that self-care is the most selfless act because it allows you to show up and give the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. Oh, I love that. Yes. Self-care can be sleep. It can be many things, but sleep is definitely one piece of that. So I love that. So I've, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation today I definitely want to stay connected too because I think there's lots that we can collaborate on but before yeah. we go can you please share with the audience how they can get
1: in touch with you and anything else you would like the audience to know yeah so we were most active on Instagram and Facebook and that's Dreamland Baby Co. is our handles and then Um, Our website is dreamlandbabyco.com and really exciting. We just, as of this week, um, now have a fulfillment center in Canada. So you can, I know it's, this has been a long time coming for our our darling Canadian customers who have waited up to two weeks and paid so much money for customs and duties and on all the things to ship it. But now you can get it in and we fulfill um, from right by Toronto, Vaughn, Canada. Yes. Um, so I think they actually have a same day delivery program if you're in that area, but you can get it within just a couple of days and it's, it's inexpensive by Canadian Post. So that is so exciting for us. And it starts literally this week. And then we do ship internationally to everywhere in the world. Um, and anybody in the U S we do two to three day shipping. It's a flat seven day, a uh, $7 fee, or if you are over, I think, $100, it's free. So we, we really um, are just so excited about Canada because we were always hearing, oh, it costs too much to deliver or it takes too long. Um, so we're so excited for that. And yeah, I think I think that's all. I'd love to give you um, like a discount code for everyone who's following for oh, a show notes, Fabulous, yeah, yeah, I can put that
0: in the show notes. So yes, do that. I think yeah. people would love that. And- I would love that. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't experienced a weighted blanket at all, I highly recommend them. And, you know, if you're going to get it for yourself as an adult, why wouldn't you get it for your children? Or if you're getting them for your children, why wouldn't you do it for yourself too? And have the whole family sleeping better, which, you know, lowers stress overall, lowers overwhelm, and just has you feeling, you know, more vibrant and vital as you go through life every day. It's a, a wonderful tool to accentuate sleep and so many people struggle today so here's one option for you and I hope that you will reach out and you know buy on dreamland
1: baby co yeah and give us your feedback and talk to us on you know social media we love hearing from our customers it's the heart of everything we do Well,
0: thank you so, so much for joining me and to my listeners tune in to the next episode where I actually start talking weighted blankets for adults among some of the other steps that you can be using to improve your sleep in terms of comfort in the bedroom and a myriad of other small baby steps that you can take and start implementing right away. So until next time, thank you for joining the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast.